Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. It's 3rd of November already. Hey, duck season and deer season opens in the morning. Well, deer season's been open for archery, but uh, rifle season begins. Good time of the year. Fishing's good, and I look for hunting to be just as good, if not better. All right. Sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market and Texan Roofing. Right now, it's 61 down on the island in Galveston. Warmed up a little during the night. And uh, today, we're looking for plenty of sunshine with a high of 71. East-northeast winds 10 to 20. And then for tonight, clear to partly cloudy with a low of 69. East-southeast winds 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, sunshine along with some cloud interval, cloudy intervals with a high of 76. East-southeast 10 to 20. And looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We have one of them. We have a low at 2.53 p.m. 7.34 a.m. at sunrise, 6.32 p.m. sunset. Our moon phase is three-quarter, 74%. And uh, looking at current conditions around the bay right now, uh, uh, down on the channel, uh, East at about 5 to 7, 63 degree air, 68 degree water. Eagle Point is 60 degrees with 59 degree water. East Northeast at 8. And Morgan's Point, it's 55 degrees with 58 degree water. Northeast, 5 to 6. Barometric pressure, 30.24 inches at all stations and steady. So there it is. All right, let's. Uh, get rolling on the phones let's check in with a hammer over in the tri-bay area captain glenn ammon glenn good morning what's up hey good morning captain mickey i'm 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 awake i'm here good that's good how are you man good hey it's well good in the hood we, brother. Uh, we got uh lots of motorcycles over on this end coming through 
Lone Star oh, Valley yeah. down in Galveston. Yes. Uh, they like started peeling in. Yeah, they started. Uh, they started coming on down yesterday, buddy. And there's uh, many of them headed to Galveston. No, two dollars to go across <laughs> that bridge and two dollars to come back across the bridge. <laughs> San Luis Pass Bridge has been paid for for fifty years, and they're still charging two dollars to go over that bridge. Um, but it's a nice scenery. You got some well, nice I'm surprised it's there. that cheap. Uh, I am too. I'm surprised parking on the beach is twelve dollars a year and not twelve dollars a day. Well, uh, that's what exactly that's what amazes me. Don't you know, give me any ideas. <laughs> well, no, they need some uh, obviously because they refuse <laughs> to charge any more than twelve dollars a year, and I just can't. I can't see that. But anyway, let's see, man. It was a pretty good week. Uh, not a week of fishing, so that's for sure. Starting on Monday when that front blew through, um, I think we spent all day Sunday cleaning up and picking up and tidy, tying everything down. And uh, I'm glad we did because we had, oh, I don't know, close to 40 mile an hour winds come through on Monday. Uh, when that yeah, thing there was hit. a pretty good gust in that front, man. We had a 40 degree drop uh, from uh, 80, uh, I don't think, I don't know, 85 degrees down to 65 degrees. Uh, I mean, it, no, the the temperature went to 40. I think it was 49 when I woke up. So it, it dropped pretty close to 40 degrees down here. Yeah. And uh, it burnt my uh, plumeria and uh, my plants that I had out front. Uh, it burnt really? the tips on them. It, the temperature dropped. Huh. The wind was blowing so hard. It just, you know, and those are those are pretty resilient plants. Uh, a bougainvillea, it burnt the tips off of it. I mean, it was a cold wind, buddy. Uh, not just well, cold, but just the power of it. Uh, and then on Tuesday, we had 15 to 20, I think some 25-mile-an-hour gusts coming out of the northeast. But the sun finally popped out on Tuesday, and things started looking Looking and feeling a little better anyway. Um, I looked across the bay in different parts of it yesterday. I could see a few birds working. I'm not sure if they're working over Gap Top or Sand Trout or, or what, but uh, uh, it's always a fun time of year, you know what I'm saying, until those shrimp get out of here. Uh, uh, oh, to yeah. Go out and find, find you a little patch of birds and, and make you always tell you a, a glow chartreuse. I tell them this time of year. You can't go wrong with a glow chartreuse, something white with a green tail or lime or chartreuse tail, but uh, anything that resembles a white shrimp because they're going to be making that annual migration out of here. And uh, it's a, they start back in the marsh. You can start way back in the bay and then follow them up to the pass. I mean, that's uh, just an annual deal out to the jetties and out to the pass, you know, and just find their little, little routes through the bay and the way they go uh we do pretty good on them you know like i said you can never tell what's underneath those birds you never really know what's underneath them uh, it could be good trout it could be good reds and it could be a bunch of snot sharks so but that's what you get this time of year buddy it's a uh, i don't know I, i'll always tie on a glow chartreuse and uh, i'll have something else tied on another rod but uh, I got an invite to go with my neighbor next door. You know, Wednesday, I went out to see our buddies at FCJ Marine and dropped my boat off. So they, mm -hmm. it's in good, it's in good hands with Allstate now, buddy. They're, yeah. you know, that 
the motors uh, being shipped in from like Chicago or somewhere. I, I forget where he said they were stored. But however, once it gets here, give them a few days and they'll have it on there. So I'll be remotored and ready to go for the next five years or more. Hopefully more. Or longer. Yeah. No, I got 10 more. I got ten years out of that one fifteen. I ought to be able to stretch that one fifty a little bit. I'm I'm hoping. I think so I, too. I'm, just exci- I'm excited as I can be, Captain Mickey, getting a new motor on the back of the thing. And, you know, it's, it got to the time. Nothing like a fresh horse, man. Fresh horses yeah, are it. Yeah, and it keeps all the worry off of the back of your mind too. You know what I mean? It's just like. Uh, What's going to happen today with this old motor? You know what I mean? When you get right. something fixed and then something else goes on it. And it just, they get to be that age where it's, it's just hard to keep up with the maintenance on them. And uh, if you can, uh, I'm, we're just ditching this one, man. They're just, <laughs> this Scrap one's gone away. I've got, I've got <laughs> yeah, the, the, the bone pile, headed out to the bone pile. But now they're going to put me a new 150 on there. And uh, like I said, they're just waiting for it to arrive in town now. It's being shipped down. So this next week they'll be putting it on, and I should be get it back pretty soon. Uh, well, the prices we pay for these engines these days, they should last a lifetime. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is probably the most I've ever paid for one. Uh, of course, I've never had a 150 before. I had a Mercury 200 on the back of my shallow sport, but that motor was already on there and it had already been used and used and used. So, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, this is the biggest motor that I've had since then. Cause after I had that 200, I went to a, uh, I, I got this Carolina skip. It had a 90 horsepower Honda. Then I bought that 115 Honda, and that lasted me 10 years. Yeah. So I got enough good use out of it. I'm going straight back with it and uh, with another Honda. Uh, really good success. And for how, how we work, how we work the boat, you know what I mean? How we roll, and uh, and uh, you just got to have something that's ready to go and very dependable. You got all those bodies on the boat and a lot of responsibilities, and you want to get them to and from. So. Uh, I'll take Let's dependability see. and uh, that's you know, right over <laughs> over all the other features, no doubt. And everybody's going, oh, you'll have a 150. You'll be going so fast, man. Just think how fast you can go. It ain't that, folks. I'm not into speed. I'm into reliability, durability, and dependability. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I want something to get me there and get me back. Work boat, man. Work boat. That, that's it. That's it. Well, but anyway, remember, oh, well. man, I had years where I'd blow seven, eight power heads in one year, probably four <laughs> or five loaded units. I mean, this. just we've come a long <laughs> way in a short while. <laughs> we have. I oh, remember I, I had a, <laughs> a Johnson 120 on the back of a red fin. I bought it at the boat show, brand spanking new, and in two weeks, the power head burned up on me. Imagine I'll never that. remember. Oh, it must have been that VRO, that VRO system, variable ratio. Yeah, oil. I don't oh, know. But garbage, it, man. All I heard is a squeak, 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 and that motor was done, buddy. It was locked up. No, I, I barely I used to throw even, pistons all the way through the side of the block, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm bleeding on the inside. I'm, I'm hurting on the inside. You. I'm laughing on the outside, but it's, there ain't no, nothing it, funny. It, it, uh, it was funny. I just, uh, 
Hey, <laughs> they they stood by the warning, but hey, you know you're down all the downtime. Just it's just uh, oh. one thing after another back through that era. There was just a right. period there that I mean they had a lot of trouble with outboards trying to switch over to the fuels. You know this garbage they make us run through our engines now, mm-hmm. and uh, corn fuel. <laughs> and then after it deteriorated, all of our fuel hoses. Oh, just, it ate everything oh, up. Man, it just, you know, they made just a didn't. Mess. They these motors weren't prepared. You know, just little things. You know, fuel pump mm-hmm. diaphragms and hoses. I mean, everything. It just ate it to pieces. It's crazy. Well, I had a. Uh, I had very good luck. Uh, I well, I actually, I've had a Johnson, and and I haven't had an Evan Rude yet. No, I haven't. I'm thinking back. You know, I had a a 40 horsepower Evan Rude on a 13 foot six Boston Whaler. Our first boat that we ever had. Matter of fact, had a 40. When I met James Plog, that's what he had was a little 13 six Whaler. Oh yeah, I put a million fish in the bottom of that boat. Whaler, whaler. That was a that that was a nice little boat, man, with a forty on it. I bought it from my brother who lived down in South. I used to call it a flopping tennis shoe, man. A little surfboard with a motor <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I did with it. Oh, I gave it to her dad up at Toledo Bend, and he ended up giving it to another man. So uh, that old boat's probably still around. But anyway, uh, bait camps are looking good down here, Captain Mickey. Uh, they all got white flags flying. There's no croaker flags anymore, not down in this they area. They got the anymore. surrender flags up. <laughs> they got the surrender flags up, and uh, and uh, you'll see a few mud menace flags. They're the red ones. The blue ones are for mullet. Uh, but anyway, the white flags are flying, so that's the main thing. And I think I'm going to go out with my next-door neighbor this morning. He invited me to go out on his boat, go scouting around, see what we can do. So hopefully Sunday morning I got you some kind of a fishing report for today, buddy. All right, man. Well, uh, we're headed to Sweeney for opening day tomorrow morning. Or tomorrow morning, we get to, got the invite for the opening weekend, so maybe we get the ground check on one of them tomorrow and head on out to Belleville early. Get Boy, some, I would love to take care of that right off the bat. Send old Belleville some business. Hey, man. Well, I got I got six packs of hamburger meat left. I got uh, five uh, sweet chipotle links left. So I mean. I'm still I still got some meat in the freezer. You're pretty low, good. You better hurry up and ground check one, buddy. <laughs> Only get one. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. All right, but that's Hammer. all we got for you, buddy. Throw them out a number. Seven one three two zero eight zero six eight three. Always a pleasure, buddy. Y'all have a great day. You got it. Thank, See you, man. Thank you, man. Yes, all right, that's the hammer down in the Tri Bay area. And speaking of the Belleville. This week, they're double featuring green onion pecan smoked sausage and double black pepper pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available in their full menu. They have pecan smoked barbecue served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. with pecan smoked pulled pork and homemade hot dogs. And they're taking orders for their country smoked turkeys. Holiday season's right around the corner, and uh, get in on it while the getting's good. Nothing beats a Belleville smoked turkey custom processing on pigs and calves they do that all year long you can actually order half calf for a hind quarter and have it processed any way you like and wild game processing are fixed to get really busy 
No better place to have your wild game process than the Belleville Meat Market. Try out their Vinny Dogs and Hog Dogs. And uh, they're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., celebrating 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 417 here in the Bayou City. Let's go up to Fayette County Reservoir now. Let's check in with Mr. Bob Green, see what he's up to. Bob, good morning. How are you, man? Well, much better than last week. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't even talk last week, and we're going to try to get through this without coughing. You know, I remember what about two years ago, I went into that one, the same stuff happened where you had this nagging cough and cough and cough. Well, it's been two weeks now. It's just, and you know, I've been know. checked it's for a, it's it's all like a throat stuff. issue. You know, it's that uh, yeah. scratchy, dry, just irritable throat. And, yeah, and, I mean, you're coughing up junk, but you lay down. I thought, oh man, last night I I I felt real good. Lay down and started coughing, coughed for about three hours straight. It seemed like. Uh, so anyway, it's going uh, around. Eh? There's no telling what they're gassing us with these days. <laughs> you just oh. don't know what's in there anymore. Oh, well. Did I, did I tell you, I can't remember if I did or not, I had a deer caught in my fence. No, uh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, that that, that uh, pasture in the back is where the goats are. Right. And some, a little, and back in the back corner of it where the pond was, a new pond was built, the fence is shorter back there and a small, like a yearling sized deer had jumped that fence somehow. And the mama was on the other side in a, in a pipeline right away, trying to coach her in to, to jump over that fence. And then she actually brought her down to where the fence was fully, you know, what, four and a half feet or so. Yeah. And, uh, and it had two strands of barbed wire on the top of the, of the, of the top of it. And when that little thing jumped that fence, that back hoof hung in that. That's what always and, happens. And I, that back hoof on that double strand on the yeah. top, they'll get it hung in there, and boy, they go to flopping. It's terrible. Well, she broke her leg, and and I'm oh. over there trying to to get her undone, and I finally I, I run back. I'm going to go ahead and cut the, the strand of bar, barbed wire, and by the time I I hit that strand with that that leg came out somehow. And, and, and well, I put four stitches in my hand. So yeah, after it popped back and got me and of course I know it, I know that leg was either broken or every joint was pulled out of socket because cause it just barely got off into the woods with the mama. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty tough. So maybe, maybe it'll make it a little old young buck. I, I guarantee you there hadn't been spots and been gone long. And that's the craziest thing. There was one out there running in a herd of about eight. That you know, the rest of them are gray right now, and this one was red, and, and I could see little areas of, of spots still on it. Yep, hadn't shed them just, yet. Yeah, it's just you know, for that long, I figured you know we're we're always a little behind. It seems like in Washington County, I don't know why, but it is. But but anyway, well, had a chance to get on the water. 
they they had the kid fish up here last weekend there quite a few people did pretty good and uh we got on the water the day before yesterday i guess it was and had a uh not only a worm bite and a and a, a drop shot bite but had the deep diving crankbait still working some of that water 12 13 14 foot deep but thing is they're moving back around because they threw chatter baits late in the afternoon and caught fish in about two foot of water uh, around grassy areas and bulrush and stuff like that so it it took a little while to get here but that that these last little cold fronts changed that water from remember we were up in the 91s and twos and and but but see yesterday it was 70 71 there there yeah. was a couple of places where we hit 69 but uh, yeah, our water dropped 20 20 plus degrees around here too that's that's a good little yeah. front but hey summer's gonna be back this week this next week <laughs> yeah i saw that I, i've got uh, i've got three lined up next week uh it's uh it's it's a whole lot better than it was it was just it was ridiculous this summer and uh you know even uh you know yesterday afternoon there was only probably oh i don't know three or four trucks and trailers at the boat ramp so i guess everybody everybody's getting ready for opening deer season this weekend I think it opens this weekend. It does. I'd be. I'd hate to be yeah. on the on the highways today. Oh, I remember them highways right out in front of Deer Camp. That that road hummed all night long on Friday nights. Oh uh, yeah, that's just uh, unreal. Getting getting a late start, but uh, I haven't I haven't seen uh, that that many bucks up here compared to the amount of does, but all the does. I'm seeing those bucks. Those bucks that show up, uh, yeah, they can't. They just can't help themselves. But uh, you know, the water here is up. The water's in good shape. You don't have any of them weird smells going on. Them doggone coots are showing up though. You you don't want to run out there early in the morning real fast. And you can't see because you get a coot in the face. <laughs> and, and and as cool as it is, you wouldn't. We probably wouldn't like that. I don't imagine. I don't think so. <laughs> I've been Pardon been me. slapped in the face by a duck coming mm-hmm. in. It got shot and hit me in the head in a duck blind. Ooh. That does not feel good. I bet it don't. They get a little speed built up at that point too. Coming straight at you. Oh, I wasn't man. paying attention. One of my customers just jumped up and <laughs> shot it, and uh, it rolled. <laughs> I was sitting up on the back of my pit, and it rolled me out of there. <laughs> oh, man. I, I looked uh, at everybody, and they didn't know whether to laugh or what, and then we all had a big kick out of it later. said, man, it, it's hard to believe old boy as big as you, a duck can knock him out of the blind like that. He was coming in hot. <laughs> I'm glad it was a teal. Oh, if it had been a gas yeah, really? or something, it would have broke my neck. Oh, shoot. That's, that's dangerous hunting, huh? It can be. Yeah. <laughs> you better, well, yeah, better be right. alert. It <laughs> There's all, all kind of things can happen accidentally. But, uh, oh yeah. Uh, I, I was glad to see these fish finally start. I mean, I had already heard about a lot of the, you know, this weekend, out the, or last weekend, how things had went, 
and uh so i was i was thrilled about getting out there and actually finding fish in several different places it wasn't like you had to know the secret spot right uh, so so a lot That's of fish was out there yeah you know them, them them 13 foot fish and 15 where they were hanging out for so long it started to spread out and i i watched one boat sit in a little spot for quite a while and uh they were dragging Carolina rigs and, and drop shots, and, and they did well, too. So it, it's finally back. Now, let's see what our, what our winner does. It, it really gets in there and pulls one, and it's going to run them suckers deep again or can, mm-hmm. you know. Because normally when we get started getting in the end of December and January, and those fish that, uh, start staging up again to start going in shallow again. Right. They don't have much. They've still got one unit down, so that's that's another reason we're only running two units right now. So that water could even get warmer, and that depends on how we're doing. But aren't we were supposed to be in the 80s uh, this weekend, and Monday and Tuesday, something like that. Right. Before another little front comes in toward the end of next week. That's going to get warm. Uh, Summer's back for a little while. I think we... Next front's uh, towards the weekend, Thursday or Friday. Mm, yeah, somewhere in there. But, you know, yeah. it never fails. Sometimes opening weekend, we're hunting hunting deer in T-shirts. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, you know, and, and fighting the mosquitoes off. Cause I don't think this little coach now killed any mosquitoes. Cause they were still buzzing around. Nah, he's cold. Cold fronts, they don't kill them. They're, they're kind of, they'll make them a little dormant for a day or two. But they're, I've I've hunted, I've been duck hunting down in the deep marsh and freezing cold weather and having mosquitoes eat you up. No, I know that feeling, but not on duck hunting. They don't like the deer hunting and stuff. But, uh, well, I've got a couple of hundred foot pine trees you know all, all my oaks knock on wood did good but after that after that long drought and all, i had two big old pine trees by side by side just just as yellow as they can be yeah they took so, it on the chin a lot of dead pines yeah. everywhere i don't know whether it was from the drought or the pine beetles or what probably a combination of both well i lucked out on those because i was going to have to have somebody come out and cut them you know and stuff like that and they just so happen they end up being on the electric, uh, uh, oh, what they call their right away type deal. So they're going to yeah. take them, take them down for me. So that uh, that saved about six, seven hundred bucks. <coughs> Pardon me. That's all right. I understand. Maybe. <clears throat> Oh, it just it just won't go away. It's so irritating. And the first thing they give you for a cough, those Teslon pearls, and that's like sipping on water. I've never seen them do anything for a cough. What is it? But it's a little old bitty clear little looks like a little ball of snot or something. But it's just <laughs> you 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 take it, and they say that's what it's supposed to help the cough, but. You, over the years, there must be four or five bottles of that stuff around here. That's just you know, you take one or two or, or, or ten of them, and they still don't. You still cough for two weeks. So yeah, uh, you got me on that one. <laughs> uh, but it's the first thing they get prescribed. 
Teslon Pearls. It's got some other name to it. Whatever it is. But, uh, anyway. Oh, well, well you, well, you still got a while before you do South Texas hunting, so. Yeah, that'll be later in the year. Yeah. Blaine said yeah, it's well. looking really good down his way. He said he's got a lot of nice bucks running around right now. It's cold snap. Mm-hmm. Seeing a lot of good well, my, deer. My grandson hunted over, I think it's around Shelby somewhere, uh, the, the last weekend of the youth season, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, killed a nice seven point with a 16 and a half inch spread on it which was yeah pretty pretty decent set of horns up here but, yeah uh, I've, I've seen some monster bucks up here down around certain areas but i just don't see that many up in the Ledbetter area nice horns i mean i'm not complaining but you know can't eat the horns anyway <laughs> They, no, they, nice. don't, uh, they don't chew too good. They're a little tough. Mm-mm, a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I should have a good report for you for next week. I'll be fishing three three days of it right at this point. Yeah. Find out some more of them spots where they are different. Well. Yeah. Oh, damn. Don't go on it. <laughs> Pardon me. Tickling throat. <clears throat> Sir? Got that tickle in the throat. I've been fighting that ever since I had, you know, got sick that time. It's getting better now, but, you know, just stay on the radio. I got to keep the lozenge going, you know, a cough drop. Yeah. 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 I've I've been living off that spray, throat spray, you know, for for the cough. But, you know, as the day goes on, it, it gets better. And, you know, I got checked for COVID and strep throat and all that stuff. And I didn't, you know, I haven't had one thing of fever with this, which is great. So, but it had all the symptoms of all that other junk at one time. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you got to stay healthy now. Winter's coming on. They ain't got time for that. No, it's time to fish. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Everything's coming our way in a fast well, rate. quick, doesn't it? Man, it's already here. I can't believe it, but it is. <laughs> oh, well. Hey. Yeah, so so is our birthdays. I have, I've got one tomorrow, so. Uh, well, there you go. That'll. that'll Youngster. That'll, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, sometimes I, I, I feel like I'm older than I am, but. Fishing keeps you moving, keeps you alive, keeps you, keeps you, keeps us young. That's it. And the hunting's a plus. Reduces uh, stress. <laughs> always. I've been I've been watching more TV this morning because that's all that's on. So. I know. That's <clears throat> uh, I tell you, we could we could talk for hours on that. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, buddy. Uh, well, we probably better not. <laughs> no. We'll uh, uh, we'll pass over we'll that for now, but we'll save that for a fishing trip. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, things things are getting better. That's the main thing as far as fishing goes. So all this all other right, stuff Bob. just have to take it deal. <laughs> well, well, work on that cough, man. I hope you get rid of it. If somebody wants to call you about coming up and fishing, it's time, man. How they get a hold of you? It is two eight one. Four six zero nine two zero zero, or FayetteCountyBassFishing.com. 
Y'all have a great right. weekend. We'll talk you too, to you Bob. Later. Nice talking to you. See yeah, you, man. You get too. get feeling better. See you, brother. All right. That's Bob Green up on Fayette County. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. From the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 436 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down Matagorda Way and let's check in with Captain Tommy Alexander. Good morning, Tommy boy. What's up, Mickey? Not a lot, man. You and a few of us, we're up. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. Always up. Seems like I'm always up. Even when I don't fish, I got to where I can't sleep very late anymore. I just get up. Man, let me tell and you about that. I can, I can sleep now. I mean, used to, I couldn't do that. But now if I'm, if I'm not fishing and I'm off, I'm out. <laughs> Man, I wish I could. Rip Van I'm Winkle, tired. baby. I'm tired. I wake up, and I got to get up. I can't sleep, but then I'll mm-hmm. feel tired. So. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know whatever it is. Well. But we're all good. We're alive down here. You know, uh. Yesterday was just a little different than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I did pretty good. I mean, I, I, I can't complain. I caught a pretty good handful of trout and did okay, but it wasn't what I originally expected I was going to be doing. I, You know, I was thinking I was going to be in the bay, and the bay just wasn't any good yesterday. It was still blowing a little bit too hard. and just Right. It wasn't right. The bay just wasn't, wasn't right. There was a few people that caught them, and a few didn't. I mean, it just, you had to. It was kind of one extreme or the other is what I saw. Yeah, you had to land on them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because there were some good fishermen that didn't catch much. Right. And it just either either you either landed on them or you didn't. It definitely wasn't everybody got them, but there were a few that did. <clears throat> and it was, you know, really cold, too, yesterday morning. It, it was like chilly yesterday morning. It's about 10 degrees warmer today. Oh, it warmed up during the night. Yeah. Dead calm all night and warmed up, and uh, summer will be back in a couple of days. Is it calm right now? Yeah. Yeah, wind wind is down. All right. Definitely wasn't yesterday. It was up. <clears throat> I thought it was supposed to be down yesterday, but it, it wasn't. Not on northeast wind hung on for a couple of days early. You know, it laid on down. <clears throat> yeah. It'll always lay for you, but starting off, it doesn't. Well, like I said, it wasn't. I mean, I caught pretty. We caught a bunch of trout. It was definitely, I couldn't get blamed. Did pretty good. <clears throat> I'm not doing that, though, today. I'm, I've got a weight fisherman, so <clears throat> I'll be waiting today. Go see how to check that out. Oh, yeah. Check out that. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's messing up too. <clears throat> everybody's uh, everybody's <clears throat> hawking and coughing and clearing their throats. I mean, I ain't never seen anything like it. <clears throat> I've been fighting it for a while now. I don't know whether it's just <clears throat> fall allergies or what. I don't understand it. I take Zyrtec every day, you know, to combat <clears throat> it. 
Yeah, I don't feel bad. I feel fine. Yeah. It's just weird stuff. <clears throat> and it kind of comes and goes that like, you know, it'll it'll clear up and I won't have it all, you know, half the day will be just fine, but it definitely seems like mornings are worse. Yeah. I'm the same way. Gets better as the day right. goes on. Yeah, so we don't have another front until when? Some, I didn't see any front. Around I Thursday, I think. Let me look at it. Is that what it, it is again. next Thursday? Yeah, the extended for, forecast um, looks like Thursday, north at 20. South at 25 on Wednesday and north at 20 on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I looked through Tuesdays and didn't see it, but Tuesday and Wednesday, it's going to be highs of 86 and 85. How wow. about that? <laughs> Monday, 82, 86, Tuesday, 85, Wednesday. It'll, it'll be a little cooler on the coast, you know, with the water and everything, but that's the high well, ground forecast. I think I'm supposed to fish Monday, Tuesday. Then I was off Wednesday, and then I think I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess we'll have to look at it. Playing the weather is what we out. do. Yeah, yeah. Life of a guide. And I'm going to go walk around a little bit today. I'm not real sure where I even want to start. I hadn't waited in a little while, actually. I'm just going to go to the normal, make the normal routes. Find the bait, and they'll be there. Yeah, go look around a little bit. Well, the water ought to be good after it being calm all night like it was. Yeah, like I said, I didn't know it was calm all night. I quit. When I left Matagorda yesterday, it was still pumping at least 15. And then, uh, and then I didn't check on it. I didn't look at it. I had nothing, you know, all night. So I didn't even know. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. Yes. Yeah, it laid down good. in the afternoon and stayed calm all night. Up here, anyway. I feel like the bay is, you know, hopefully ready to go off. It just needed needed some calm weather. Y'all still catching a lot of little fish? Yes, I did yesterday. I caught. Uh, let's say I, my ratio, I probably caught, I don't know. We caught probably, you know, let's say we caught 15 keeper trout, <clears throat> but yeah. we probably caught 35 to 40 undersized. Well, that's not too bad. That's better than a 10 to 1 ratio. You know, yeah, and no, it went it down to 7 to 1, 5 to 1. Yeah. Yeah, three to one. Like 10 to one. <laughs> let's call it a three to one. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's say it was a three to one keeper ratio, three to one to four to one, somewhere in there. Because we probably did catch a little more. We probably caught because there were times we were we would be tripled up, you know, tripled up, and they would none of them be keepers. Yeah. That happened two or three times. We tripled up, and none of them were keepers. They were like fourteen, you know, fourteen inches, fourteen and a half. Yeah. A lot of them. <clears throat> and then you'd catch one that'd be like 16, you know, and then and then you'd catch a couple 14 and a halves and 
then you'd catch another 16, and then every now and then you'd catch one about 17. And that was like the, the better ones. But I didn't. Yeah, Cliff. I didn't Cliff Webb sent me a photo of a fish about 10:30 yesterday morning, a 31 incher. Man, I I haven't caught one like that in a while. No, a lot of there's a lot of people in here who caught one period like that. <laughs> well, yeah, never period, yeah. But I haven't done it in a while. I, this year, I haven't even I haven't seen one come on my boat bigger than about 27 this year. Yeah. I just haven't haven't had any real just haven't done it. I mean we I had one guy caught a, a twenty seven here a while back. <clears throat> but I mean, just haven't I haven't had the amount of big fish this year. Right. Like normal. Yesterday our biggest fish was maybe like eighteen, seventeen and a half, eighteen inches. It was about the biggest one we caught. You know, most most of the keepers we caught were fifteen and a half to sixteen. Right. Joey Ferris sent me a picture of a thirty incher on Thursday. Beautiful yeah. fish too. I've heard of a few, you know, even this last week I heard of a couple upper twenties around. But I personally haven't done it this year. Right. I don't I don't know why or what I'm what I'm doing different, but I haven't done it this year. Like I said, about twenty seven or so, somewhere in there is about the biggest I've seen in, on my boat mm. this year. Yeah. Had to my come big, and that was a customer <clears throat> caught that. The biggest one I've caught this year is probably twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, personally. But anyway. Yeah, they're few and far between uh, right now. But we're going to throw a few tails today. I'm going to try that new bait, Colton Blackwell. I don't know if you know the Blackwell. They're making a new a new tail called Coastal Brew Bait Company. No, so he sent me a few of their tails. I'm going to I'm going to give them a shot today and try them out. What's it called, Coastal Brew? Coastal Brew Bait Company. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, beer colored soft plastic. They, like they look like a bass assassin. <laughs> right. Yeah. They look like a bass assassin, but they're a solid body and they just got a little bit different wiggle. They're just a little different. But they, if you look at a picture, they look like a regular straight tail bass assassin. Yeah, kind of like the old uh, Texas Tackle Factory had that uh, that rat tail bait, right. that shad style yes. bait that didn't have a hook groove in it. That's it. But this one's got more wiggle to it. It's not so stiff. Right. It's got a little bit more wiggle than that Texas Tackle Factory one did. Mm-hmm. And the tail, the tail for sure has got a lot more wiggle in it. Right. Uh, and he's got some pretty good looking colors. I don't know. I'm going to give well, them. That's I'm gonna, good. I'm going to throw, throw them today and see what they, what happens. All right, Tommy boy. Well, good luck to you today. Hope you step into them and, uh, if somebody wants to call you or get with you about coming down and fishing with you, give them some info, my friend. They can get me on Facebook, Tommy Alexander. Best way, though, is on the phone. Leave me a message or text me at 979-709-8242. That'll work, buddy. All right, Tommy, yeah. good luck today. Step in them. Yeah, I'm going to try.
Stand on them. All right, brother. All right. See you. All right, later. All right, that's Tommy Alexander down in Matagorda. Now it's time to run down to South Padre. Let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera. Brian, good morning. How are you, buddy? Pretty good, sir. How are you doing today? Couldn't be better. It's all good. All Thanks right. for asking. No problemo. Well, tell me about Kelly Snook. Oh, man. Yep, we'll open up with it, right? Worthy. What a fish, man. Yep. Beautiful. So me, and my girlf- me and my girlfriend went uh, fishing. I actually got, got canceled on that day. And uh, somebody else's missed opportunity was her gained opportunity, you know. So we went out there and... Uh, we were throwing topwaters early. It was, it was in that last that last full moon that we had maybe a week or uh-huh. so ago, right? It was like last week or so. And, uh, man, we saw some big pushes of big fish early. It was calm, right. but there was some bait getting chased, and there was, like, some real wakes behind them looking like an alligator on the surface. You know, it was a real <laughs> wake. And, uh, and uh, we started throwing some lures in there, you know. And, you know me, I'm, I'm like, I had my uh, top water on from the day before. I had a little bit of fray in it, you know. And of course, I didn't change it like I should. We always should, but I always pushing one fish too many. Cardinal sin, man. Yeah, We've all like done it. A lesson, that's literally <laughs> the lesson that I've never learned. Uh, so we threw, and I, I threw a perfect cast, and we both watched it eat. Big fish ate for me, and uh, I had it on for maybe 20 seconds and popped off. Oh boy! And I was still I was still busy in the back of the boat saying curse words and tying right. on my lure when, when Kelly already hooked up right right I mean next cast and uh, it came full body out of the water jumping maybe twice and we thought oh. maybe it was like you know solid thirty three inch thirty four inch fish because it was way out there and uh, started peeling drag and got near the boat and we all saw it. we seen her saw it. we realized how big it was. Oh, fish saw us, realized what was really happening, and woke up and started fighting all over again. It was huh. making some powerful pulls, and uh, she caught it on a mirror lure topwater, a pink one. Right. And we got it to the boat, landed it. It was awesome. Got some great pictures. Got a great release on it. It was awesome. But when we did get it, we saw both of the split rings on that hook were like <laughs> they started off at circles. Both of them were ovals. Oh, they were kind of oblong, huh? Boy, that's yeah, hey, that's yeah, some leverage. Isn't that something? How the power and the leverage those fish have that they can do that imagine, to split rings. Imagine doing that with uh, something tied off to your face, hooked off to your face. You know? Yeah, I'm telling you, beast, beast. Um, it was just amazing. And uh, we caught a couple other fish that day, but after that, we were just sitting around talking about that the whole time. We weren't even trying too hard for the rest of the day. You know? I mean, that makes the day right there. How long was that fish? 39 inches. Whew. It was 38 and three quarters, just flat on the board. I gave it the old the old guide tail stretch pinch. with the tail pinch, yep, and, and it was a 39-incher. Well, that's the way TPNW wants you to measure them, pinch the tail. Yep, that's, yep, that's the way they would do it, so it was just a, a true giant you know, one inch off the catch and release state Man. record. Uh, just a beautiful fish to be, you know, be able to get a hold of in our waters is pretty awesome. And, I mean, it was heavy. I didn't want to measure it or anything because I didn't want to hang fish that big by its lower jaw. But, I mean, man, it was it was a big fish. 
So you didn't put it on a scale? No, thinking, no but I mean, I'm thinking it was, you know, 17 pounds or something. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a toad. For Texas, a, that's, a, you know, you see them in Florida, yeah. but in, in, for the state of Texas, a snook like that is just yeah. uh I mean, you go down rare. to Costa Rica and catch a 39-incher, they'll still shake your hand and say, big fish, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, true. It's a big fish, no matter. It's a big fish. I've never no heard anybody complain about a 30-inch snook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have guys that come down and fish, book me for three, four days in a row just trying to get a 28 to mount, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just absolutely amazing. Blessed, lucky, you know. I mean, I've been fishing for them for years and years. That's the biggest one ever on my boat I've caught multiple 38 inches lots of 38 hooks lots of fish that are real big like that that come off so now people don't realize the sheer power out of those fish yeah there's such uh, a big difference from when you get from like the you know once they get above that like 34 33 inch range they really uh are just a different animal they are. Like I always say, a redfish pulls a lot harder than a snook until you get a snook that's like way up there. Then some of these snook are just pulling like giants. You know? Well, they've got the you get it's, it's like double double pleasure, man. You got the uh, pull and hardiness of a redfish, but the head shake and the you know it's like a trout and a, and a redfish combined with all the power. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Or like a mega bass on steroids, too. Yeah. You know? No joke. How they jump mm-hmm. around a lot. Just amazing. 39. What a fish. Mm hmm. And then uh, we went out yesterday and uh, found a, a good school of snooks suspended. And uh, man, we really could have done damage to them. There's probably a school of 75, 80 of them. Right. But I was just having a little bit of trouble getting my lure in the right because they're in like 20 foot of water. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and they're suspended in like 10 foot. Yeah, and those, know, so they're hard to I catch throw, when they're like that, man. Yeah. So it's like, do I throw a weightless one and sit there and wait 30 seconds before I start working it, which is basically impossible for me to do? You know, I don't have that kind <laughs> I know. of patience. <laughs> I, I get impatient too. Yeah. I can't stand a fish like that. I can do it Lord bass fishing, but I can't do it saltwater right fishing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we must have caught a bunch. We caught a ton of snook yesterday, but Man. we could have. If I would have dialed in the right zone there, I was really wishing I had a sinking twitch bait. So as soon as I, I you know, I could have let let it sink down ten feet and start working it or something. So uh, when I got home from work yesterday, I went over to Walmart and bought the cheapest sinking twitch baits I could find, which I'll probably regret. That's all they got. So. Boy, how about dropping a corky down on them when they're like that? I know it takes a while to get down, but, boy, once you get it down, jig it down and then hold I've it in the zone. It. Boy, I've thought about fat it. I've never tried a corky original. before. Uh, I'm interested in trying them this year. I've never tried them in the, in the bay or in like the ship channel. But I think they would work good on those suspended fish. So, yes. yeah, that's what they do. Yes, it is. That's what that's what's special about the corky. You know, I got friends that throw them year round. You know, fishing out of the boat even in the summertime, they just have the patience. They'll take the time, you know, to let it drop and get it down there. And they're they're deadly on suspended fish. Always have been. Yeah. Might be might be the year for me to give them a shot. Order a 
what would you suggest? Is there a certain one, a certain style? Man, I'd get I'd get some originals and some Big fat style. boys. You know, the original yeah. you can get it down probably a little bit better. Uh, when I used to catch them wading over at Sabine and throwing out real deep off the ledge and getting that bait down into seven or eight feet of water, um, I would use the originals and I'd put the must add triple grip hooks on them. It'd make it a little bit heavier and get a better sink rate with them. Plus, you'd mm-hmm. hook those giant trout over there, and you wouldn't lose them because of the triple grip hooks, those kind of rotating hooks. Kind of on the same principle as, you know, the KVD hooks, you know, like Kevin Van Dam pushes. Sweet. I've got to look into those this year. I'm probably going to order me a couple and test them out, see what happens. Yeah. I've never messed with them. I've always wanted to, so. It's just in our in our bay system. There's so much grass, and I'm fishing so shallow lots of times that I don't have a good opportunity. But like right. I said, and, I and you know you can uh, you you can work them shallow too, keep them over the grass. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot, you know, fishing, you know, Corpus Christi area and Mansfield and all that. But uh, take that uh, original and bend the tail down a little bit and bend the nose a little bit, kind of banana shape it a little. And that way, when All you right. throw it out and it starts sinking, you can jig it. And uh, first time you jig, it'll kind of go up and on its side, and then you jig it hard again, and it'll make it push down and uh, do a, like a two-foot dive, and you can get it down there deep and then stop it and then just tremble it a little bit. And, uh, whoa, hang on. Wait on that thump, man. <laughs> it's a big thump. <laughs> Well, Brian, I'm out of time, man. I got to go. I can talk to you about fishing with corkies a lot. This is, It's that time of year for us up here. Somebody wants to call you about a trip, how they get a hold of you, buddy. Sure thing. Fastest way would be a direct phone call, 956-755-9413, or you can check out the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. You got it, brother. Tell Kelly congratulations on a great fish. Will do, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. See you, bud. All right. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 